Good afternoon and good morning to everyone. Thank you so much for waiting for us to start. As the joys of the technical world, we had some technical issues, unfortunately, um, but I'm, I'm glad to say that we are here now. So um, I want to welcome Mary to uh, today's uh, webinar. And what we're going to be discussing is data is changing the face of global payroll. And I think that is so true uh, right now. Um, I think data is is key, really, isn't it? And especially for um, the global payroll industry. So Mary is going to uh, be talking uh, through this today. So I'm going to turn off my my camera and I'm going to pass it over to you, Mary. Um, th thank you, Mel. Um, and as you said, data really is changing the world we are in today. So if we think about it, um, if we look at data, data is kind of key to any payroll or HR operations team. But let's just think about how is your team perceiving um, payroll from the leadership? So what does leadership think about when payroll is being processed? You know, just do you just submit the file and poof, it happens. It's magical. Um, and then the job's done and everybody is paid. Now, I think in our real world in payroll, we're really not going to say that just press it and simply it's done. We know that there's many pieces of that and we need all kinds of data to be able to get the employee paid correctly or our workers paid um, correctly. So we need to make sure that leadership um, really understands the complexity of the, of the payroll we have and what the data has that we have in payroll so that we can be successful. So if we look at this, what's the next step? So Mel, would you mind moving it to the next um, slide? So I think we're all going to agree. The problem is um, to, set, to look at global reporting. We need the data to make sure that um, we have correct information that we're gonna share. And no matter what country we're paying around the world, we all know that there's local rules regarding employment and taxation. So payroll will always be local, even if you're working with a consolidated provider or you're outsourcing it or you're working with an accounting firm. We do know that we have that local piece that we have to follow. We know that there's local um, pay elements that are critical to make sure that they're reported correctly and different compliance uh, requirements and deadlines. Anywhere from getting the student loan information in the UK from our, our payroll service provider to make sure that the, that deduction is uh, recorded correctly. And if we have items like work counselors or label unions, we need to make sure that we have that local requirement and making sure that we have all of the social taxes and pieces that are required. So as we know, um, the, local, the local, local country brings in complexity, but that is, that's part of the problem with um, getting the data is what's actually in the data and how do we understand it so that we can bring it from that micro level all the way to the global level. And we'll be talking about that today. And so what is, what is our needs as, um, as global multinational organizations across the world? We know in today's world that many of us are processing uh, payroll for 30 or 40 or even 50 countries. And it doesn't matter if we have five or we have 50, we do have a requirement to be able to get the data so that we can support our, our global payroll management operations. So it's gonna be key that we think about what, what data do we have and how we're going to move through that. 
We also know that the data is going to tell us two different things. It's going to tell us what's happening at that local level, but it's also going to tell us what's happening globally and what's the impact to our organization across all of the countries we're responsible for. So data helps us to tell the story and analyze and to make sure that we are strategically building that operation for the future. So Mel, you can move to the next slide. So when we look at um, the data requests across, across, the, across the organization, so payroll, payroll managers have a different need. Um, they want to look at the cost per the country, what making sure the regulations are uh, followed correctly. We're gonna compare um, previous month to current month. We're gonna be looking at um, headcount reports. Those are all things as uh, the local payroll management need. And you might be set up in a local country, you might be set up regionally or globally. So those, when we look at payroll, what is, how is your organization structured? But all of this information is going to be essential to the payroll team to make sure that we have everything correct. When we look at the CFO and our finance, um, finance analyst or our finance team, they're looking for instant information on what's actually happening in payroll. They may be looking for the payroll results for a given um, period. They want to make sure that general ledger file is processed and it's um, been put into the, into the financial system, that everything is tied off and reconciled, and that we don't have any open issues. Also, our finance team really want to look at the data to see what the story is telling us. What is the business cost in a particular location? What, how can we project what it's going to cost in the future um, if the cost of our labor goes up X percent? So it's really, they want that information at their fingertips so that they can support the organization that they're supposed to be responsible for. And then of course, our HR leaders need the information because they need the information on who's joined the system so that they can reconcile with their um, the HCM system that they have, making sure that they've accounted for any of the levers, um, people on leave. So we're accounting for all of the, the workers that we have in our organization. And in some of our organizations, we have different types of workers that are working. So the HR team may need to have that broken out by who is actually considered an employee. You might have some contractors that you're paying in your organization. You might have some employee of record um, employees in your organization, but how is that all put together? And so the, the HR team wants to have that information. That data is key to them to make business decisions and also to make sure they understand what's actually happening. The, the true cost of some of the benefits may be information that's pertinent to our HR leaders. And when we look at compliance, so compliance is, if we look at our CFO, the CFO and the senior leader of the organization always want to make sure that you're compliant in local country. So can they answer that question if somebody asks them, are we compliant in every country that we're doing business in? So they need to have um, reports and confirmation that they feel comfortable that the payroll team is using all the controls and measures in place that they have put together and that we're making sure that we're recognizing if there's anything that are is needs to be looked at so that when we get to have an audit in our particular organization, could it be a SOX audit? Could it be an internal audit? It could be an outside payroll audit. Maybe it's a German, uh, the German authorities are coming in to review your payroll results. 
we want to make sure that we are always audit ready for two reasons, right? We, we pr provide the ability to, to prove to the auditors that we have the reports ready um, at our fingertips to, to show them what our controls are in place. And by showing that, and we're really at the audit ready piece, they too respect that we have good controls in place. They see the information that's provided and they actually then move on to other organizations um, so that the audit does move forward quickly. And then payroll needs the information to measure many things in the organization, to measure your payroll providers, but I also think it's, it's um, to measure your stakeholders in the organization. We don't um, operate in just a, a silo. We have many people that are stakeholders in our organization and our end results are dependent on the data that they're providing us. So data from HR, maybe it's data from the global mobility team. It might be data from relocation. What is happening and what's happening that, that makes sure that we have all of the pieces together. So we have to have process validations. We have to have key controls in place so that we know we have the, the data and that everything is there. It's interesting at the, um, this quote that's at the bottom of the slide is talking about 55% of the CF CFOs were interested in faster reporting. And this was from 2021. And this was the top five priorities that they have. But if we think about it now, as we move forward two years um, from this particular um, quote, think about what happened in, in 2022 with COVID. It became really pertinent that we understood what uh, the data showed, shared with us where our employees were, what the processing were, making sure that we had data to, to make sure that employees were paid accurately and on time. So really, when we think about um, better, faster, we think about in today's world, it's everything is instantaneous. It's instantaneous from the, the minute that you go out to purchase something, if you're out online buying something that you instantaneously get that confirmation that that item is going to be shipped and when is it going to be delivered to you. So having that kind of mindset in the world that we live in, senior leadership is expecting that same thing with reporting. And we're gonna talk about that, that today. How can you deliver that information so that you as a leadership team in payroll and operations can share all of that knowledge that you have? Payroll has so much information that can support the business. So it is our role as payroll leaders is to be able to get that information to the leadership team so that they too can use that information to make valuable decisions in the organization. So Mel, you can move to the next slide. So many of you um, may know Pete Taliakis. He's a, a global uh, payroll advisor and analyst that follows the industry. And I really think his quote is, is really just um, two things I really, really, really like about it is that um, telling our story makes us champions in the organization. We are the center of the universe. And by having the information and data that we can share with the business, we're viewed as strategic players in the organization. And we're also seen as being a trusted advisor when things come up, when they're asking questions. For example, we want to be that trusted advisor if we decide to roll out a new benefit program. And they want we want that, the benefit team to come to payroll and ask what is the impact of that benefit across the 50 countries we have um, that we're supporting this new benefit with. 
we all know the taxation and the compliance requirements are not the same from country to country, but we want the team and benefits to come to us first before the benefit is rolled out so that they can actually communicate what is the tax impact or what the impact will be to the employee when they roll out that new benefit in the organization. We want them to see us as a trusted person that's going to support them. And so this is really key what the data, payroll data can tell us. By, and we continue to build that through the operations by sharing the information and supporting the business. At the end of the day, payroll is a key function in the organization. We in payroll as joining payroll teams, if we're global, regional, or local, we are the leaders of those teams that we're, we need to help support the business. And that's why they hired us to, to pay employees correctly and accurately and on time. But the key piece is really how are we supporting the business and thinking about what we can do in our organization to support that with the data we have. Okay, Mel, you can move to the next slide. So how can we tell our story without data and, and what tools do we have? We all know whenever we have something that we need to tell or we look at the story and the data tells the pieces, you know, how many times did that error happen? How many times were, was everyone paid accurately and timely? Did we have any wires that weren't, that didn't um, get processed for a given month to employees? What happened, what happened with the results of the new hire file that came in? Was it accurate or not accurate? So data tells um, the story. Data also tells us the information so that we can have continuous process improvements and work together to build a world-class organization. So you can move to the next slide, Mel. So when we, how do we start? So first of all, we have to look at, you know, what are we using today and, and what systems do we have? Like what type of systems are we using in our organization? When I think about that, do we have an, do you have an inventory of what systems that you're using across the globe um, for the time, uh, time in attendance, the HR information, what other systems are feeding into payroll? So do we have that um, data available so that we know exactly what we have? Um, have we consolidated any of the countries um, so that we have consolidated data or we have one vendor processing for consolidated countries? What does that look like today? What technology and tools do you have in place? Do you have a, a global technology platform? Where is your information being stored? How are, and thinking about through the process, how is access to that information being assigned? So remember we are, the keepers of the most important PII information in an organization. So looking at access and looking through that, that lens to see what's there. And then as we look at the macro picture or the, the global picture, do we have the view to see the global picture of what's happening in payroll across the organization? And can we drill down to that micro level that comes, that gives us that employee in a particular location, what's actually happening in that particular location? Is that available? So to be able to get that, we have to remove some of the blockers that have stopped us in the past from being able to provide the information. And one of that is the standardization process. And when I think about standardization, we want to make sure you, we standardize our process and standardize our elements from earnings and deductions and, and employer cost. 
do we have that standardized? So you need to take a look and a, a view of your um, organization today and see where we are in the standardized process. Thinking about standardization, will we ever be 100%? Probably not. But if you look at your organization and you're at 75%, 80%, you should feel very good that you've moved forward with that. And looking at what's not standardized, is there a business reason in that particular location that's making it not possible to standardize? So thinking about what's causing that roadblock uh, in that piece. Do we have automated data flows? So when I look at automated data flows, do we have um, systems for our uh, HCM? So all of our employee data that's in an HCM system, be it Oracle, Workday, um, SAP, do we have that automated to be sent over to our payable providers or do we have a technology platform that that information can be shared with? So looking through that process to make sure, you know, what, what are integrations do you have today and what can we integrate? And there, there can be things as integrating your pension information in, and there can be integrations for your benefits. What integrations are there today? And what automated data flows do you have with the information going on today? How are we sharing information between, um, if we're doing payroll in-house, how is that file processed um, today in-house? Or if we're going to an outside payroll provider, how are we sharing those files with the data flow of items? And who is responsible for that particular flow? So looking through those, um, how are we going to look at what we have today and looking at, we need to remove some of these blockers that's causing us not to be able to have that kind of global view of our data and having that data at our fingertips. So Mel, you can go to the next slide. So Mel, on this one, we have some, uh, some pieces, but if you want to go ahead and just um, click all the way through, then I can walk through that. So it'll make it easier for you. So thank you today. Okay. Okay, so let's just let's just talk uh, talk about uh, the global needs. So today, today we need uh, global payroll needs these items now. So when I say now, we need them now. We can't put this off, and this is positioning us for the the future. So we need to have a single unified process, a single way of working across our company, our countries that we're responsible for. The next, we need to have a global first data approach, meaning that we're looking at our global and standardizing our global from a global level and having the view, view to have it at the global level through standardization. Now we all know that if I look at salary or fix or our um, annual, our salary payment or the annual amount that we're paid, we know in some countries it's made out of different components. And so how do we standardize that so that we know these five elements that we have are part of the, the total annual salary? So we need to be thinking about the standardization. Do we have the ability to break that out into a subcategory that says salary? Have we coded all of the salary information to one code so that we know when we get a global report? If I look at one subcategory, or I look at one code, I have all of the components that make up that annual salary. So it's important to be thinking about that. We know that there's differences across organizations for, for reasons on taxation, but making sure that you're able to get that standardization. And looking at the work we do today, so 
what automations do we have today? What are, how are we exchanging the data between um, our payable provider and or how are we getting that information into our, if we have in-house software, how are we getting that information in? What are, what are some of those things that are happening every month? Can we look at um, those items and get automation? So looking at what's available today, do we have the tools to do some automation? Looking at manual work. So manual work is for two things. Manual work is there's always room for error. So manual work does require uh, time and somebody else to look and audit it. And that's a cost to the business, but it's also not something that is viewed as being very productive in a role. If you're always just doing manual, uh, manual work, we need to raise the bar so that people that are on our teams feel like the, what they're doing in their role as payroll leaders, that they're adding value to the organization. Yes, making sure that information is put in accurately is, is important, but what can we eliminate on the manual work? So looking at that. Looking at what integrations are available and integrations come from the HCM, they can come from different vendor benefit systems, they can come, are we integrating information like our GL report directly to our finance system? So thinking about, do you have possibility today to take your general ledger file and no one is touching that general ledger file for audit purposes, that's 100% key. And it goes directly over to your financial system. It gets put into the, their, the general ledger for processing. So looking at what things can go directly from your, your systems today to the third party people that you're supporting. And that could be vendor information, it could be pension information. So looking at that, and so to build this all out, we really need to have a, a payroll control system, a platform that we are able to do to put all the pieces together. So making sure that we have all of those pieces. And to have the, the data, we need to pull all, all of this, I would say all of this triangle together so that we are building the information now and looking at what do we need or improve for the future. So Everything we do, we should move forward on that piece. So Mel, you can go to the next slide. So technology is, is key. So technology is the key for reporting. And when I look at reporting, uh, we need to think about how fast and quick can we get that reporting, but it has to be accurate, right? But demand to, to have the reporting kind of instantaneously is the world that we live in today. So what I said, when we talk about now, now we know that senior leadership and even payroll teams or, or even the HR team, when they're asking for a report, they don't want to get the information tomorrow or the next two days. They would like that information within the next five minutes. So thinking about, can we deliver that and what do we need to, to build to get that there? So for technology, we definitely need to know, have automation so that files are brought in um, directly to, the, to our platform, our technology platform, so that we're able to absorb them. We're getting validations if we're missing data. We're getting validations if we're missing employees on the file. So we're getting information if there's errors and we're looking at the error report and we're building that information in our particular process. 
the integration of bringing things in both directions is key. So bringing the information into your payroll technology platform and then being able to exchange that information back to HR and back to finance and even bringing it to third parties to make sure that they have the information they need. So remember, we're going to make sure that our access is set up based on the business needs for these the groups that we're sharing information or uh, working through the flows, but we need to be able to make sure that they have the tools that they have instantaneously. I actually have a, a client that is actually bringing their um, information, their gross to net information. Uh, they're a Workday client. They're bringing their information um, back into Workday through PRISM as part of a, the Workday uh, module that's available. And then that information that they're bringing back into Workday is given to operations managers to know exactly what the cost is in different areas of the operations. Now, remember, it doesn't necessarily have to be broken down by employee. It could be if that um, business leader had access to that, but it can be the total cost for cost centers and different organization business units so that they know exactly what's happening in that. If you look at that, overtime would be one that's very important for people to look at what's really actually happening in the organization. And then when we look at reporting tools, what tools do we have today so that we have the ability to slice our data whatever way we want it? Do we want to see it at the global level? Do we want to see it at the employee level? How difficult is it for us to run those type of reports? So we need to really make sure that we have that ability because remember the theme is we want it instantaneously. We don't want to spend days going through downloading reports and you know going through reports and trying to filter it and and use excel to be able to deliver what we actually need on that fil filter do we have the ability in our reporting tool to bring the information by subcategory and i look at that in subcategory is just looking what are the bonuses that we're paying for the particular organization across across the globe what is the, the total bonus piece what tools do we have available? Do we have the ability to, to set the exchange rate that we want for a given report? So if I'm working in an organization and my company once a month produces a list of the exchange rates that we're going to use for that particular month, do I have the ability to bring that into the platform? So my reporting engine will pick that up and I can deliver the report in any currency I want from USD to euros to pounds and even if I wanted it in yen um, for if I was a, a Japanese based company, I may want that information in yen. So whatever happens with that reporting, it's going to be key. And that is also key when we're looking at um, taking the employee information and looking at what happens when the exchange rate uh, changes or starts to vary between country. We have the ability if we're able to use that we can play around with the exchange rate and see what the impact to the organization is going to be. I already talked about real time. So in today's world, everybody wants everything at the minute. They don't want to have to ask for a second minute. And it's the world we live in. And that's kind of how we how the world has changed. So making sure that we have that reporting when we actually need it within minutes. It's not uncommon as Pretty, uh, it's pretty strange that when I'm out at payroll um, events or conferences or even talking to uh, potential clients where they're saying that it's taking them days to get some, some consolidated report at the global level 
And that means teams are taking the information, working through it in Excel, kind of consolidating it all, they're getting it through different sources and then trying to manipulate it into a standardized method to be able to produce a report. And when, if it takes two or three days, the data is already old. If you really look at that piece, we need to have that. And it, it's not great if we have to tell a senior leader or an operations manager, I'm gonna get your report in two or three days. And they're thinking about really, what's really actually going in, on in that organization. So thinking about where, why we want the information timely. And then in payroll, we, we know that we have multiple stakeholders. It takes a whole village in an organization to be able to make sure we have all of the information and the data to play the employee correctly. But then after we've done the processing of the particular employee, all of the pieces from the employer taxes, the cost of the employees in a given location, the extra taxes that we might have to pay in a location for um, that particular employee, all of those items are items that the stakeholders are interested in. Why? Because they're gonna make business decisions on where to hire employees. What's the cost if I uh, decide to acquire a company in France versus a, a, a company in India? What is, the, what is the total cost if I'm going to, to go through an acquisition? What happens with that? We also all know in the world that we're living in today that we've had some downsizing. So what is the total cost when we're in a downsizing operation that we still have to pay the employee for a period of time? What's that cost for the employer for that downsizing as we pay six months of compensation to that particular employee through a downsizing piece? So we have many things that are happening in payroll with the data and the data helps to tell the story and support the business. Mel, you can move to the next slide. So when we look at having our data accessible in a technology platform, what does that, that do for us? So now that we have it accessible, we have the ability to have it standardized so that we know that when I look at bonuses or I look at salary, or I have the ability to use the subcategories to subcategorize all those items that I'm paying out for an expat. So I know the true cost of that expat across the organization. It's automated so that we're able to automate, the, the information is automated, things come in through integration. We're using automated tools to verify and validate the information's correct. And then we have the ability to consolidate countries so that we get everything in one currency. Um, we can pick regions to consolidate just a region, or we can pick an individual country, or you can go low, global. Whatever you need for your business, we have the ability to do that. Maybe you just want to consolidate, uh, consolidate the information on the, on the cost of facilities across your organization. So we can look at the, um, all of the cost centers that are associated with the facilities cost centers, and we can gather that information together. And so, once we have it, what can we do with the data? So we can look at the payroll cost across the, across the globe. What does it cost and what is normal business operations cost for that particular location? What's happening with the benefits that we're providing to employees? What additional cost does the employer have? Does the employer have, um, is it an item that the employer has social tax that they have to pay social tax on that particular benefit they're providing? 
that's an additional cost to the business. We need to, to make sure that we have the ability to understand that. So we need to be able to look at the small micro level of what's happening in a given location all the way up to the global level so that we know exactly what's happening so that we can make sure that we have insights to support where we're gonna put employees, where we're doing hiring, the true cost to the business. So there's no surprise when we do the financials um, every month or quarter that they're expecting if we hire 100 employees in a particular location, they know what the employer cost will be so that they're, they're not surprised by the expense. And then when we look at the data, the data tells us the story of what's really happening. And we look at items like overtime in a location, what the metrics are showing that we have a lot of overtime in a particular, a particular country. What does that mean for the organization? Is this something that's going to be ongoing? Should we, take, should we look at hiring additional employees instead of paying the overtime? That has a, a two kind of twofold, the cost is looked at, but it's also the wellness of the employees we have when we're looking at um, just the overtime piece. So understanding what we're providing in compensation really helps us too to measure what we're gonna offer in the future as, as we look at where, where are we actually spending um, our expenses across the, the globe for employees and what benefit programs and compensation programs do we want to build out now? And then what do we want to do for the future? Okay, Mel, you can do the next slide. So when we look at it, the results are what we're looking at. The results are now we have tools to be able to look at, our, um, at what's happening in payroll. We have the ability to answer questions and we're, we're seen as key leaders in the organization, we're informed. We have analytical tools that are letting us see what's actually happening and sharing that information. And that helps us in, in payroll as payroll leaders to make key decisions, but sharing that information helps the organization to make key decisions. They understand what the true cost is gonna be for a given month. If you're running um, restricted stock unit programs across the globe and it's a restricted stock vesting, what is the cost that's going to cost the employer for the employer cost? If there's a social taxes that have a, an impact on that particular location and the employer has to match that social tax amount for the employee or there's a certain percentage. So what does that cost? And does the organization know that that expense is gonna happen so once again, the treasury team is ready for when that, when that payment to the tax agency it needs to be paid, that the correct funds are available so that that payment can be made. So looking through all the pieces of where the data goes and what do we, who do we need to inform? So at the end, we're, we're helping the organization reach the goals that they need in the organization and be seen as a key organization. So we need to make sure that non-standard data, things that aren't, you know, not hidden things, what's really actually happening, that we're looking across multiple systems. If we're working with multiple systems in our organizations, it could be multiple HR systems. What, where, what do we have to standardize that? What can we do to make sure that we have a platform that we're able to make sure we have all of the information so that we can have the information to be able to be successful? We don't want to fly blind with not having the correct information because we want our leadership team to have the information at their fingertips so they can make uh, clear decisions. 
And we want to be able that everybody knows there's a clear view. So we have David Nugent that is a part of the Cloudera team. So really looking at reporting is, is now standard, standardized across his organization. I actually had the pleasure of working with him um, when he went through his, his uh, implementation and really going through that process with him, the information and the kind of the kudos that he got from his senior management after he did his impl implementation was actually amazing. And the fact that his leadership is using the information to make key decisions in their organization to drive decision-making across the world and also the standardization, 28, 30 countries around the world, he has, they have the ability to get that global view and then bring it down to that micro view in a, in a given location. So Mel, you can go to the next slide. So when we look at um, what are, what does payroll organizations look at? So when we look at the data that we have, we know the cost. So we, we know the cost to, to pay the employee is, 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 a, uh, is an expense, but also we also know the employer costs are very high in some countries. And so we do need to make sure that we have that. So we need to focus on what that, that cost is. And if they don't have it in a single currency, it's kind of hard to figure out what the true cost is. So looking at whatever currency our organization is using or regions using, if we're looking at it from a regional level, having a single currency to measure against is important. Really, we also want to look at the payroll data. It also tells us how many employees are leaving, where they're leaving, and what type of things are happening, what kind of trends are happening in the organization. Are we um, paying additional bonuses or retention bonuses to keep employees? Are we making salary changes that are out of the salary focal change to retain employees? What's happening as we downsize, which is the reality um, that we're in today, what is that cost of downsizing for those levers and what's the impact? And that does need to be measured so that the organization really understands what's happening. It's not just, in some cases, the employee's just not leaving today. It could be, as I mentioned earlier, it could be a six month period before that person is really severed completely and we don't owe anything. Um, the company doesn't owe any additional salary compensation to them. The employer cost, to me is really actually amazing if you look at the cost of the different social taxes across the world. I once worked for an organization that we acquired, we had a small operation in France, but then we acquired a company with um, 200 employees in France. And I remember talking to the finance teams and they were just outrageous about how much the employer cost is. And they, I mean, you think about it when somebody's doing an acquisition and they're looking at the location, just being able to think about what that impact is on the employer cost is really key. And it's almost, if you have that information, you can prepare kind of an estimated percent of what the employer cost is. If you say it could be 45% or 40 to 45% if we're hiring employees in France for the employer cost, what does that do for the organization? They know exactly if I'm gonna hire in France, here's the impact to me so I can plan for that expense. We want to be able to measure the performance of our payable providers. And when I say payable providers, I also wanna say stakeholders so that we can make sure that we're getting our information from both sides, the stakeholders that are part of, that we need the data from, and also who's doing the processing so we can 
set up key goals and we have service delivery so that we can work together for continuous process improvement. And then of course, um, the data tells us the different things about pay periods, how many times you're paid in a year in, in different countries. So I, I live in the, in the US, so we're not paid once a month like some countries are. We're paid either twice a month or we might be on a, a biweekly schedule where you would pay, be paid 26 times a year. So what does that look like? But we know other locations have different pay periods and Canada is another one. There's many pieces of that. So what does that look like? that adds to the cost of your payroll services too. So that's something to be able to measure and understand what that is when we look at the cost. And then of course, all of the pay and tax piece, we need to look at that. What is What are the deductions, the contributions, what pay elements are we paying employees? That all is information that's really key. And you might get a question asked from um, maybe an, an HR comp, compensation manager may just say, how much did we pay out in sign-on bonuses last year? What does that tell them? If you have, you need to have the ability to run that report globally, have the information categorized for uh, sign-on bonuses, and then bring it to, a, a, to one currency so that they can understand what that true expense is for just sign-on bonuses when we're looking at compensation components. Okay, we can go on to the next uh, slide now. And I'll let you do the, the three. So these, um, these we're giving you kind of a view from three different, uh, two, three different people and two of them actually are from Cloudera and one from Wave. So looking at what the impact was for a payroll analyst that was spending hours before she had automation and validation just working through the one-time payment files that she had to make sure that she had them correct for the countries that she was uh, responsible for. So with automation and validation, she was able to cut that down into seconds and minutes. So what does that, that really relieves her of a lot of manual work, actually stress during the period of things that are happening in a payroll cycle. We all know it's mission critical and many things happen during that payroll cycle of the few days while we're getting all of that information consolidated. And then of course, um, Scott is looking at a view of somebody presenting uh, his organization being presented of why he should invest in technology, going through the process, looking at why he made the investment, looking at how he could scale the business and what the reporting um, information provided to him um, and also to the organization and leadership so that making sure that that's there. And then lastly, looking kind of at, at Travis's, um, one of the things that what um, he's looking at the success of the organization, how month over month they can look at their process, they continue to can make process improvements, they can actually have visibility of what's actually happening. What are the steps that are happening? Where are we? Have we paid the employees on time? Have, the, have all of the tax um, payments been made um, to the employees? How many errors do we have? So the data kind of tells the story of what's actually happening. Mel, you can go to the next slide. And so what does that mean for us? That really means for us that at, in payroll, we're part of with the data and the reporting tools, we're data scientists. And when I look at data scientists, it's really very interesting because we can actually take the data and we can do an evaluation of the data. And to me, it's interesting in that um, 
people entering um, college now, that's actually a dedicated degree is to study the data. Data scientist is an actual profession that people look at. And so what it does, it gives us the information to review, share, and improve. Mel, you can move to the next slide. So when we look at um, our global data, we need to think about um, answering these questions. Maybe you already have these questions answered and, and you've already moved forward on your, your data journey. But really, do you know, um, and I look at what is the total employer cost, what it, in every location around the world, what percentage do you, are, is the employer cost? Um, what are the, where are you hiring? Are you hiring in the right locations? That helps you to analyze when you have the data. You know, are we hiring in high cost location? Is there a business need for hiring in that particular uh, region? Or should we try to look for a lower cost? Have we paid the employee correctly? Correct compensation. We're making sure that all of the pieces are pulled together in that particular location. And that can go from anywhere from having a collective bargaining agreement to a work council, to are we paying the compensation correctly by looking at the data? Gender reporting is key now, and we all know across the world, doesn't matter which country we're in, there is a requirement for gender gap reporting. We also all know it has a different view and, and requirement across the world. We can't be um, generic on this one, but it's something that is here today and it will continue. When we talk about now, it's here now, it's going to be here in the future and we need to make sure we're ready for that so that we're able to do that. It'll let us know if we look at a particular location, why is Germany um, costing us so much more than another country? So looking at the cost in those countries and how can I split my labor costs, but you know, by the country, maybe the entity, the cost center, the department or business unit, those are things that I need to have that information um, to be able to be successful and provide that information to operation management. And then of course, when we look at who are the best or worst, I don't know what best or worst, but maybe um, who is performing at below standard um, in a local country and, and why. So thinking about what's really happening in the why piece of that, how can we improve that? Can we measure that? Can we share that information with our, the providers that we're working with? What can be done with that? Do we actually after we've measured with our data, we're, we're telling our story, remember the story tells everything, that we have that discussion and say, you know, it's, you're not performing at the, the SLAs or the services that we need for our organization. So what do you want your, your, your story to tell? So thinking about what you want to tell in your story. So making sure that you have that ready and you're thinking about that. So remember it's, it's not gonna happen instantaneously. We're always improving. So we're in that always improving in our organizations and getting that story out and looking at the data that we have to share. Okay, then you can go to the next slide, Mel. So now you can tell the story a lot better than just, yes, I press that magic button and everybody's happy because we know that's not really correct if we don't have all the data given to us and the stakeholders are providing the information. And then of course, our service providers um, are providing that. So now we have the narrative to share the information of really what's actually happening. So what do we need? So how badly do we need something in our organization so that we're able to, to share what we need for that particular uh, country. Do we need to replace that payroll provider? Here's the data that, that can support that. 
So Mel, you can go to the next slide. So when you when I when you think about what's my next steps, you spent the the time on the webinar today with us. But here's my next step that I want you to take a look at and think about. And this might be putting it on your Outlook calendar to spend an hour um, next week to just think about these items. So evaluate your reporting needs and identify the gaps. You can ask your teams across the globe to evaluate and maybe it's just a rating system that you put together so that you can identify what gaps they have. Looking at your technology that you have today, what tools are you using? What HCM systems are you using? Um, how are you sharing the information from one location? Uh, you know, how are you sharing that with your payroll provider? How is the employee getting information? That's a key piece to, to think about with our technology and our tools, because remember, data security is key in our organization. Evaluating your st standardization, how standard are you across, um, across the globe on your standard pieces? Have you spent some time on that? Do you have the ability to get a global view and a local view? And if you can, how long does that take you, right? So we want to make sure that you're looking at all of the pieces that are involved so that we can provide services to our stakeholders so that we're able to be viewed as a global organization that's supporting the business. And then of course, we want to make sure we highlight uh, world-class operations. So when I say highlight that, highlight what we can provide to um, the stakeholders and our leadership teams, making sure the business knows what we're, we're doing each and every day. It's not pressing just a button and poof, the, the payroll's there. We pay, play key roles in, in global payroll across the organization. We, at the end of the day, we're the reason people come to work. It is the, the exciting job that they do. But at the end of the day, if they're not being paid accurately and timely, then they're not going to come to work. And if we're not reporting correctly to the tax agencies and following employment law, we may not have an operation that's open because the business in that particular country may come and audit us and close it. So at the end of the day, we have to make sure that business understands the complexity of what we're doing each and every day. So Mel, you can go to the next slide. And so in summary, we want to really kind of highlight that data does matter. So the data that you have matters. We need to look at standardization, making sure that we have smart reporting tools and technology to help us. And then we have the understanding, what does, what does the data tell us? And how can we use that data from the global level all the way to the micro level to that particular employee. So the story tells us what's happened so that we can make decisions for the future. And of course, sharing it out as our data scientists so that we're sharing the information to the wider group so that we're seen as a strategic business partner. And then we also, this is a key one for me, to, to, you're also changing the dynamics of the team. You're having the team be more strategic instead of doing manual work and, and, and just going through data, um, reviewing data, doing manual entries, just moving things from A to B. You now have a strategic role to play in payroll to be able to support the business. Mel, this, you can move to the next slide. And then I'll have you um, ask any, um, if there's any questions that came in the queue, Mel.
Thanks, Mary. Okay, um, so let me just have a look. I, I, because of our technical issues, I was a bit scared to look at the question. <laughs> <laughs> just really Sorry. paranoid. Uh, somebody's asked if the slides and recording will be available. Yes, that it will be. Um, any um, insights on mergers and acquisitions? Our business requirements are to integrate more quickly. Um, so that um, that that's a great question. So first of all, I would agree with you from uh, being in a uh, have, having worked out in industry and I worked with acquisitions. So um, the comp few companies I worked for, the goal was to get them onto our current systems as soon as possible. In some cases, it's a little easier than others because, of course, you have to look at uh, the legal piece of you might have payroll service contract that's out there for a few years. What are you going to do with that? Or um, we all know the 2P in, uh, that's very common in the UK, what's the requirements that we have with that and how can we integrate that nicely into our system? But definitely um, looking at what, it, what are you doing today in that uh, country that you're acquiring? And then how fast can we bring it on board to our particular um, organization? Can't, and you might still have to use the same payroll services, but how, how is the data structured today and what can we tell from that data? Um, ideally, if you have a technology platform, there isn't any reason you couldn't keep them operating for a period of time um, running and have that information rolled into the technology platform so you would have visibility of exactly what's happening through workflow, um, categorize the elements that they're using today and try to standardize against your current process. And then if you decide to consolidate them, uh, roll them into an existing entity that you have or looking at the payroll service delivery. So it does help you to analyze once you bring it into a technology platform to start looking at the reports, looking at the processes and where is there is room for improvement. And then we're also, we're acquiring companies, but in some cases, some some companies are kind of um, deciding to close operations, but what does that look like and, and making sure that data is there. I also um, just kind of on a general note is having the information in a technology platform, we talked about always being audit ready, but the one thing that I'll say, and I've seen it through many um, payroll professionals that, and I've heard it from senior leaders is we, we, we get acquired and, and somebody doesn't keep the data from the previous three years and nobody knows where that is. And then an audit comes, somebody at um, country audit comes in, we don't have the information available for, um, to provide to that. So looking at where we're storing the data, making sure we're always audit ready. If we're changing providers, do you have the ability to keep all of that information that you have? So if an audit comes in, you can provide that information from company A and company B do you have the technology that makes it a seamless change if you have to make a change? So looking, looking um, at those type of items, the world has changed in the space of technology and what's available, I would say in the last five years. So looking at what tools we have and looking at what, what's going on in your company's organization. Okay, Mary. So Oh, sorry. I was going to say, we're just coming up. We're just coming up. Okay. To time. Um, so we just got one quick question. I know you, but are you able to answer it quickly? Oh, Which sure. payroll reports are the most in demand at C-suite level? Um, I would say the total employer cost at the global level, right? So it's, uh, you can have the total cost, but then breaking it down by country. Okay. And I'm, I'm assuming Payslip can support this. That was one uh, of the questions. 
Uh, uh, yes, they can support that at the global and all the way down to the micro level. That's probably the key one. And then the, uh, the key one that I actually like is a change report to make sure you have a change report, who did the change and, and where it was done. So that's a, that's a key report that we actually have. And then, of course, having a deliverable general ledger that comes from source, meaning your payroll information. Well, thank you so much. Sorry, guys. Um, apologies again for the technical issues right at the beginning of uh, today's webinar. But um, it's been great, Mary. Thank you so much. Oh, I, thank you. Thank I, re thank I really you believe that we should, we should be seen as uh, data scientists. I think that's the way forward, really, isn't it? And really understanding the data that payroll holds. So thank you so much for uh, running through that today. Um, okay, if anybody wants you. to contact you, Mary, can they contact you via LinkedIn? Is that OK? Oh, yes, that's perfect. Fab. Okay. Well, I hope to see you all on our next webinar. Thanks so much to Mary and Payslip. Thank you. Thank you.